Welcome to Jaked and Afraid. I'm your host, four-time Naked and Afraid survivalist, Jake Nodar. Join me as I recap each new Naked and Afraid episode, guest hosted by some of the show's favorite alumni. Each week, we'll recap each episode with a perspective only a survivalist of the show can give. Now let's get naked. Welcome to an all-new episode of Jaked and Afraid. Today, I am joined by four-time Naked and Afraid survivalist. She's a world-class knife maker and is currently on the new season of Naked and Afraid solo, Kayla Cummings. Thanks for being here, Kayla. Thanks for having me. This is awesome. How have you been? You tell us a little bit. I know you can't tell us too much, but how has uh, the solo experience been? Yeah, it's been great. Um, it's kind of weird how they've been showing it, um, bouncing back and forth from everybody instead of just doing like one person at a time. It's kind of cool, but yeah, it was it was an amazing experience. You'll have to watch the whole thing to see if I made it the full twenty one. But it was kind of like my little redemption, so it was fun. I had a good time. <laughs> that's that's awesome. And for people listening, that airs at ten p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I believe, after does, the regular Naked and yeah. Afraid, and it's also which is terrible because it's like way past my bedtime. <laughs> it, I have to watch it the next day. I'm, I'm yeah, it's so late. Way too old for that. Yes. <laughs> Same. <laughs> well, let's get everything else going well. Anything new and exciting? Yeah, I also just had a knife come out with uh, Columbia River Knife and Tool Company. I did a collaboration with them. So just staying busy with work and yeah, traveling, trying to move out of New Hampshire. So. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, that's it. Just staying busy with stuff like that. We have a very exciting episode, so we are going to <laughs> dive right on in. It is season 15, episode 6, Sucker Punched in South Africa. Hashtag threesome. <laughs> Hashtag, oh, I can't even say. How, how much swearing can I do in this? <laughs> I, I mean, be comfortable. You know, I can always beep you, you know, if okay, we need perfect. to, but yeah. The location is Limpoquina, South Africa, and the temps reach up to 130 degrees, barren bushveld, there's crocodiles. They're talking about leopards. Now, I don't know if you noticed this, and maybe I'm getting this wrong, but I could have sworn they were talking about leopards, and they showed clips of cheetahs chasing a gazelle. I saw that. Yeah, I think they just do a lot of B-roll. They're like, yeah, this looks good. We'll just throw that in there. They're like, close enough. It's got spots. <laughs> it's, it's fine. Yeah, exactly. It's some sort of cat. It's okay. It's like a dairy cow chasing something, and they're like, there's the leopard. <laughs> we first meet Heather. She is from Texas. She is a professional angler. She's got fire-making skills, tracking skills, obviously fishing skills. She's a mother of two. And her PSR starts in at 7.3. Wow, uh, that's impressive. Any initial yeah. thoughts on Heather? Heather, uh, yes. where do I even begin? I really wanted to like her. I really did. Yeah, I mean, initial thoughts. Like, the first thing was holy blurs. Yeah, those were some big melons. <laughs> and then she and then she started talking and I was like, she definitely smokes a carton in Newport today. <laughs> it had like a very China vibe. It like did, that, yeah. The wrestler. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it did. That's exactly what I was thinking. Like WWE wrestler. 100%. Yeah, so flinty. Yeah, she scared me a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> and then she just straight out the gate. Like she just she came in hot. <laughs> She did. Like some of her first intro lines, she had some like kind of funny one-liners. So in my head, I was like, okay, I, I feel like, you know, I, I might be able to like her. I feel like this might be fun. Um, yeah, exactly. We were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
Next we meet uh, Sean. He is from Washington. He's a stay-at-home dad. He was a combat engineer officer in the Marine Corps, uh, deployed to Iraq two times. He started learning survival skills from his dad when he was five or six, fire making, cordage, traps. He grew up camping. And wild story, his dad was Willie McCool, who was an astronaut on the uh, space shuttle Columbia, which blew up on reentry. And Sean was 22 when that happened. So, I mean, what a freaking insane tragedy that is to have to go go through as a kid and his uh, PSR starts at 6.5 yeah I really like Sean that was a a horrible story super tragic but he just right right off the bat he seemed very kind and like a good guy easy going yeah which for me like being out there if I'm around anybody it's like that's what I want because they usually roll with the punch as well exactly yeah. yeah, very laid back, yeah. Then we meet Dallas. He owns a solar company. He says, I'm going to use this jacked and tanned body to get through <laughs> 21 days. And I was like, same, Dallas, same. <laughs> Meanwhile, the minute I saw him, I'm like, he's tapping on day five. <laughs> <laughs> it, the big the big muscly guys have a hard time. I mean, they go from they eating like do. 6 million calories a day to nothing. And that's yeah, not and it's just fun. too hard for them. It is. Yeah. Uh, he sounds like he had a bit of a rough youth. There were drugs. There was jail time. I think it was 16 or 17. He was forced into do a wilderness program, a survival program. So I think that's where, you know, the love for survival came from. He starts with a PSR of 6.3. Seemed like a nice enough guy. Oh, absolutely. Um, and I really appreciated his, his honesty, too, that he was so open and honest about his past and what he's been through and everything. He seemed like a really great guy. Agreed. But and just I like really... look wise, I was like, yeah, he's definitely going to tap. It's those, yeah. those big guys, they usually do. Because like yes. you said, they go from eating so much food to having very little calories. And it's just hard for their body to withstand that. So Sean and Dallas meet up first. They kind of giggle awkwardly. I think maybe Sean asked Dallas, have you been naked with other guys? And Dallas says something about like only when I was in prison. I was like, oh, that's a great joke. And then later on, he's like, so I did time in prison. I was like, oh, he wasn't kidding. <laughs> they uh, then meet... Heather and kind of a straightforward introduction. She comes up over the hill, you know, her ginormous blurs like come into frame first and then she follows like three seconds later. I think the guys are both relieved that it's their woman and it's not going to be a sausage fest. (laughs) I mean, to each their own, right? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. They get their bags. Heather brings fishing line and hooks. Dallas brings a machete and Sean brings a fire starter. And they're also given two pots, which given the high heat, two pots. I I remember needing that in South Africa when I did XL because you've got one boiling and then has to sit for an hour. And then by the time you're ready to drink it, like you need another one. So yeah, all great items. Definitely. They begin their insertion height and immediately their feet are cooking. And I think the ground temp was up to 131 degrees. And I could think of like when I was a kid, like at the beach and you go without flip flops and you go when the sand's cool in the morning. And then when you go to leave in the afternoon, you're like, sweet baby Jesus, like awful. So bad. Yeah, absolutely. I actually was in South Africa. I know you were as well. So I was in the same region. I was in Limpopo area. Oh. And my I had like first degree burns on my feet during my ex challenge as well in the beginning. So I, I oh, felt man. their pain. Yeah, it was yeah. brutal. That's I, I what a terrible way to start start your your time out there. I mean, not only are yeah. you dehydrating because the high heat, but then you're basically walking on like asphalt in the middle of summer. And Dallas decides it's a good idea to break 
and not continue to the final destination until the following day, which everybody seemed to agree with quickly, which I thought was a good idea. I mean, they were going to end up with blisters that were going to take them out. Yeah, exactly. No, that was a smart move, definitely. Ground temp got up to 137 degrees. Sean ends up spotting a watering hole, and they are able to start a fire and get water boiling. And we see Dallas is starting to cramp up already, you know, the end of day one, which is always a little alarming. Definitely worrisome. They boil the water. Sean drinks a little bit and immediately starts vomiting. He's purging like a cat with a gigantic furball lodged in his throat. <laughs> Dallas joins the vomit club and just like really lets loose. And I mean, like mega vomit, like not just like a little like. It was like, that was insane. Yeah, it definitely reminded me of like my high school days partying. <laughs> I was like, Same. Oh, I can't Same. Yeah. Did you see Sean looked like he was throwing up blood in that first? Yeah, I did. that was really I scary. Had to rewind. Yeah, I had to yeah. rewind to go back. I was like, was that blood? That was definitely scary. Yeah, I don't know, like, if he drank something weird, like, before, but I feel like that probably would have been out of his system four or five hours later. So yeah. that was that was a little, a little alarming. It was definitely something reddish that was coming up. Anyway, so he's vomiting. Dallas is vomiting. His jack tan body is clearly letting him down. <laughs> While they're, purging. I mean, Heather <laughs> seemed to really like it. Heather was very, it was so funny to see that dynamic because it was almost like Sean didn't exist and she just immediately was so hyper-focused on Dallas. Yes, like immediately like favoritism started happening. Oh, absolutely. It was pretty wild. I was like, I don't know if it was like an attraction thing or if it was I think that's like, exactly what it was. Okay. I don't know if it was yeah. that or just like feeling like Sean was less capable. I don't know what it was, but it seemed like right out the gate there was yeah, definitely... She definitely picked her favorite yeah exactly <laughs> she was she was very worried about dallas and she was like eh, sean can do whatever but, yeah she was uh, like sean who <laughs> <laughs> exactly heather is working on the boma while the boys are vomiting and sean seems to rally rather quickly and he works on relocating the fire that they had into the boma area and dallas is having full body cramps and so much more vomiting like I, I couldn't believe the amount that was Insane. coming out of him. Insane. Yeah, it day, was wild. It just kept coming. Day two, they start out early to beat the heat and make the rest of their insertion hike to their final destination. They get to their location relatively easily now that they are not burning the, the bottoms of their feet. And they get going, setting up camp pretty quickly. And they seem to be much better spirits at the end of day two than day one. Day three finds you know, Heather very excited to go out and go fishing. Dallas needs food for his muscles. And, I mean, you don't get an ass like that from not eating. So I understand that. <laughs> and she was very eager to feed him. She yeah. was like, I got you. I got you, boo. She was like, these muscles cannot disappear. And then she's still like, Sean who? Sean who? <laughs> Oh, you're still here? Heather starts fishing and very quickly gets a bite and then immediately loses a hook. And she came in with five hooks, so she's now down to four. Then she has Dallas give it a go, and he lands two fish. And then they lose another hook. 
And then another hook. So first day fishing and they go from five hooks to two hooks, which is terrifying. That was rough to see. Definitely. And I'm not a professional fisherman by or fisherwoman, however you angler, whatever, however you say it by any means. But I, it seemed like she was yanking a little too hard, like very aggressive. Right. I had a lot of questions right off the bat. <laughs> the, the other thing was, they, I think the line was 40 pound test and they're losing hooks like it's no I'm like, is she tying like a proper like fishing knot? You exactly. Know, there's, there's just yeah, between that and the the yanks, it was just like, whoo, this is yeah, it was rough. It was rough to see for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, I was happy for him to get food, but I was like, man, I'm surprised they just didn't rip the fish's lips off. When they I know, him, yeah. But... It was funny too because she was like, oh, these have to be like some monster fish in here for me to keep losing these hooks. But then they pulled them out and they're just like these little. Dinkies. Gonna have been more than a pound, yeah. <laughs> they had two, which for day three, I still think is a big success despite losing all the hooks. They smartly make fish soup and they seem to be working pretty well together. But again, it seems to be more like a two people in one person. Although Dallas yeah. was really good to Sean. You know, it was definitely not any of Dallas's doing. I just feel like it was favoritism with, with Heather. Night three, Dallas starts to feel weird and more exorcism style projectile vomit. I mean, there's, this guy can just That's not so keep bad. anything down, which is terrifying. Yeah, that was hard to watch. It was. If nothing's going in, you, you, can't, you can't go on. Your body's just going to like go downhill pretty much instantly. So you could see the concern, yeah. not only with the instant like moment of vomiting like crazy, but him thinking about long-term and all that stuff. And Yeah, and you could see it in his face too. I mean, immediately after he was throwing up just those first couple of days, I mean, he went from like, he looked bright-eyed and, and bushy-tailed to just, he looked like a zombie. He looked completely malnourished and just rough he was glazed over and just yeah he looked like he had been out there for 47 days in the face. yeah exactly it's, yeah it was a, definitely a rough start day four dallas still can't keep anything down now they're they're looking for crickets for bait and here is another thing that i was kind of curious about was like usually if you catch fish the night before you use you know take some of their guts to then go use that as bait you know especially for catfish or things like that they're gonna go after that you know so i'm not yeah sure absolutely why why the angler didn't think to do that whatever i mean she's the professional so we'd have to ask her <laughs> yeah I, i'm not going to you can ask her i mean i she's i'm terrified so absolutely not. i hope she doesn't listen to this <laughs> same she's out looking for crickets sean makes boiling water top priority which i mean he's not wrong dehydration is i feel like one of the biggest things out there you know and that's one thing you can easily do to like take care of yourself is force yourself to drink a lot. Uh, Dallas starts to feel lightheaded and, you know, again, to the viewer, it seems like it was a rather quick decision, but I'm sure he had been thinking about it since the vomiting began on day one, but he makes the executive decision to tap. Uh, Heather says she needs him. Sean tells him that he's going to regret it. And now here's where the shade begins. Yes. Heather, says, Heather says to Dallas, I need more than someone boiling water every five seconds and that she needs a teammate. I mean, <laughs> like Sean's standing right there. And I, that oh, was I, so who, rude. <laughs> it, it was so rude. Like I was trying so hard to like her. And that was just like, okay, that is just, it's mean, first of all. Like, 
yeah. everybody's miserable, everybody's struggling. You should bond over that, you know, and not just like, I mean. Absolutely. And help each other out. But I just don't understand. It was like she had it out for Sean right off the bat because what what was Dallas doing that made him such a better partner than Sean? Where she was like, I need I need a partner like, like you, Dallas, and not like you, Sean, because it's just going to be boiling water. I just, it was so bizarre to me. Yeah, that's so true. They, at that point, like him and Dallas were doing the exact same tasks. Like, yeah, what? Yeah, what, exactly. What is the reasoning? That is his muscles. He had muscles, and he was tan. <laughs> yeah, that will that will win a person over rather quickly, myself included. <laughs> <laughs> so the producer comes in. Dallas makes it official. He taps. Heather says, "You left me all alone. <laughs> More shade." <laughs> Poor Sean. <laughs> yeah. Sean's like, am I wearing my invisibility cloak? Like, what's happening, guys? I'm right here. Yeah. He's like, I'm here. Yeah. Dallas admits to it being a wussy move, as he says, but needs to get out of there, which I, I relate to. I mean, I feel like everybody knows their body. And if you're vomiting 600 times a day, you're probably right to get out of there. His PSR drops from 6.3 to 4.5. I was really disappointed to see him go, though, because I feel like if he had just stuck it out a couple more days and he did just kind of sit back and hydrate and take care of his body a little bit more, that he could have made it through easily. And I also think it would have been such a more pleasant experience for Sean as well. I know. Yeah, I feel like, <laughs> for you Sean. Know, he, he was kind of like the, the leveler there. He kind of balanced things out. And I feel like, you know, Dallas did really look out for Sean and vice versa. But yeah, as soon as he left, it was just like, okay, shit's about to get real. It just all hell broke loose. Yeah, exactly. And did I hear it correctly too, that that was a Dallas's wife that did an episode? Sean's wife did. Oh, Sean. Sean's wife. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. It's Sean's wife. Yes, I believe it's Shireen, I believe. And I have never met her, but I've met several people that have, and apparently she's absolutely wonderful. And she oh, went God. out and filmed in the same location, and I think had to tap after like four days. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, pretty wild for years later for the husband to take on you know, very similar challenge. Yeah, that's very cool. Day five, Heather now says, I'm going to get us through these 21 days. <laughs> so, <laughs> just, so eager. It, yeah, she is such a blessing. Heather finds a heart of palm. And then there's this really sexy scene of Sean rolling around in a mud puddle, looking like he's waiting oh God, for someone to that. paint him like a French girl. It was so wild. <laughs> it's just like... I loved that scene. I was like, you get it, boy. He was like a, <laughs> like a pig in mud. It was, was the so most happy. filthy little puddle, too. There's all this like beautiful <laughs> fresh water. But then I guess you do have to worry about, you know, the hippos and the crocodiles and everything else and the big ones. And That's uh, true. But, but he was, I was just he... thinking, like, how many parasites are crawling up his little penis? Hole at that point, <laughs> like it was so bad. <laughs> you might have to edit that one out. Yeah, we'll call <laughs> it. The, we'll call it the dingus hole. The dingus hole. <laughs> no, that that looked like That's it was bad. a breeding ground for everything that you don't want inside your body. <laughs> Heather comments that Sean only gets water and firewood at this point, and it's just like, okay, it's it's getting worse. Like each day, they wake up and there's a elephant battle outside of the shelter and Sean talks candidly about losing his dad and the effect that it had on him and him worrying about if anything was to happen you know I'm not a parent 
but I can appreciate, you know, what he was thinking. That's, that's a tough situation. You know, you're, you're doing this challenge, but you don't want to do anything greedy that could affect your kids' lives. And he doesn't want his kids to have to go through what he went through. But it was a it was a very sincere moment. Yeah, that was hard to watch. That was that was really sad. I actually I could relate to that as well because when I was in Africa, I just I had a moment out there where I was like, "Damn, I, I could actually die out here." When we had lions that were stalking us and stuff, so I I I could feel how he felt. You know what I mean? I understood what he was going through in that moment. Day seven, Heather wants protein. And, uh, <laughs> she, I can't. I'm sorry. I, need to I know. With this, but she <laughs> she tries fishing and loses the hook. You know, Sean, who is very fond of baths, apparently is bathing <laughs> in a close proximity to where she's wanting to fish. Now, I mean, the look of it—it it was kind of like in this little cove. Like, you know, I, I understand not wanting to disturb the fishing area, but it's also—it's a big water source like she could walk 20 feet that way and be fine and she be she loses it i mean she is furious like how could you make hygiene a priority when the professional <laughs> angler is here doing her business it's fishing exactly <laughs> i think she was just so angry at herself that she lost the hook that she just needed somebody to take it out on and so that's she was like no true. i'm blaming him it's definitely his fault all him yeah <laughs> That's that's a good point. Is yeah, she uh, she was definitely becoming unhinged at this point, and 100%. we still have two weeks to go. <laughs> she then gives us this speech, and she's got this like weird like reverse smoky eye makeup going on, and she's talking to camera about how Sean has no survival skills, and then she has the audacity to say. There's a difference between being a survivalist and then having a breakdown because you see the elephants and cry about your dad. Yeah. Like, I just like when that actually came out of her mouth, I was just, you have to be shitting me. Yeah. Like, uh, my words were, you're a cunt. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? <laughs> like, who says that? That was awful. I felt so, and he, you could just see his face too. It was just like, are you kidding me right now? And he he fired back a little bit, but he's, you know, I mean, he's just like a nice guy. So he was, he was like, don't bring up my dad again. I forget what he said exactly, but then she fired back because she was threatened. And it was just like, it was such a terrible statement. And like you said, I mean, my mom listens, so I don't always say the bad words, but see you next Tuesday. You know, I mean, that, that, was, yeah. that was so wrong on so many levels. And then it, later that evening, she kind of apologizes, but it's just like, oh, sorry. You know, it wasn't yeah. like. <laughs> it wasn't it, sincere. It was not. And I mean, from that point on, I don't like everybody that knows me. I'm a very positive person. I try to see the best in everybody. But that statement made it very hard. Absolutely. To, yeah, to same. I try really, really hard to give people the benefit of the doubt. But I just, she just made it so hard. She made it so hard for people to like her. There wasn't just any, any ounce of sincerity or just nothing she was just a mean person it was very mean and it was such a low blow like out of all the things you know go after his survival skills you know whatever but leave there's some things he just just don't say. yeah yeah i know day eight heather goes to make shoes for herself because she's quote doing everything out there <laughs> and you know, sean sean again just trying to be a good partner he doesn't want this animosity he just wants to get through the 21 days he helps 
with making cordage. Day nine, Sean works on a deadfall trap. We see Heather's hideous flip-flops. Uh, she finds an old kill. <laughs> Thank you. They were terrible. <laughs> I'm glad somebody else thought so. I was yeah, like, what? I was like, Ew, cork wedges? Really? <laughs> <laughs> they reminded me of like an like an 80s throw rug back in the day. That just like, you oh, know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> yep, I do know yeah, exactly. Yeah, like my mom mean. had one. Yeah, and I was like, those are, yeah, it's so terrible. She finds an old kill and uses the old bits of meat on the skull to make bait balls. It, 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 I thought this was kind of weird. So she has Sean Fish, and I'm convinced it was the last hook. I think wasn't or no? Were they? Were, it they, was. Were, it was okay. I'm pretty sure it was the last hook. Yeah. Okay. So okay. did she also? What I'm confused about did she actually ever catch any fish herself? Because every time I had to go back and watch a couple of times because it, Dallas caught a couple in the first. And then she had Sean do it, and then he caught him. I never actually saw her reel in any fish. You're you're right. No, she didn't. And I, I'm convinced she was worried if she lost the hook, she would be furious. But if Sean lost the hook, then she could then blame Sean for it. Blame him. Absolutely. Yeah. And then Sean doesn't lose the hook. He catches a fish. And then Heather yeah. uses her amazing survival skills to go and release the fish back into the water. <laughs> <laughs> like i mean so i i grew up fishing i am by no means a professional angler but if i'm hungry i'm gonna go up and club that fish you know absolutely you know, I'm, I'm not gonna wash it until after i know it's not swimming away from me exactly and, and sean was so composed too and so sweet now if it was on the uh, the shoe was on the other foot she would have lost her mind she would have drowned him she would have fed him to the hippos oh. <laughs> It was, that, that's exactly what I was thinking. I mean, Sean was so good. And even, I think, said, he was like, I'm trying to keep it together. Yeah, um, and be a gentleman. On top of that, then Heather tries to get another fish to redeem herself for freeing Nemo. And then she loses the last hook. The and, last hook, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I, I feel like if I were in Sean's shoes, I probably would have just like had a complete breakdown. Oh, Spartan, 100%. Spartan kicked her into the water. Better to the hippos, yes. <laughs> Day nine was not a good day for them. Day 10, Sean checks the deadfall trap. It was set off, but nothing's in it. Heather realizes that she's not thriving out there, which is a huge blow to her manly ego. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Manly ego. <laughs> Day 11, Heather complains about not having a real partner. Like, she's so mad. First of all, stop freeing the food. You know, <laughs> maybe it is what you said. Like, she's angry at herself and she's taking it out on others. But it was just, it just kept on building. And there was, like, no reprieve from it. Like, the, like Sean couldn't catch a break. I know. Just... I felt so bad. The whole episode to me was so confusing because she kept talking about her amazing skill sets and stuff like that. And I just didn't, I didn't see what she was even doing that was some mind-blowing skill set. I, I was like, am I missing something? No, I mean, she, because... like she made fun of Sean for fire collecting and boiling water, but that's like about 80%. I mean, yes, food is really important, but you can make 21 days without food. You can't make it without water, you know? Exactly. Like, in that heat, that's a lot of work. Like, I remember being in South Africa, and we would get up at the crack of dawn before the heat came in, and we would all go out and collect enough to get us through the night. And then, you know, get, get our pots of water boiling. And by the time that was done, we were exhausted. So for one person yeah. to be doing that, 
that's a lot of work. And I don't think she was doing that at all. I didn't see her do any of that. And it's so underappreciated getting water and, and collecting firewood. It is, like you said, it's it's probably 80%, if not more, of the challenge. Yeah. Like, I, I remember being out there on my challenges, having PTSD so bad from making sure that I was going to have enough firewood to get me through the night each day. And it was like, you had to keep going out further and further and further each time too to get more firewood. So that was a really big chore and it was yeah. definitely underappreciated. Day 11, after complaining about not having a real partner, she decides to set some fish trap that looks like it's straight out of like the road runner and wily e. coyote. The yeah. fish swims through the loop and it chucks the fish 20 miles into their camp. Uh, I didn't have really <laughs> high hopes for it. But... Right into the pot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, traps typically yeah. aren't that successful. I feel like as a rule, you know, to her credit, she's trying things, you know, if it was somebody else that I wasn't so upset with at the moment, I would say good for you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like good, good that she's still staying busy and trying to be productive. But also if you have the bait, why wouldn't she still had her her braided line why mm. wouldn't you just do that you know what i mean you know what i'm trying to say like why even set up like this big contraption if you could just still use a fishing line now, while she's doing that sean is feeling feeling better he's been really making an effort to hydrate he goes out exploring he finds a fig tree which he scales like a spider monkey and he gets some figs and he brings them back to camp you know, he's, i feel like he's excited because that is a victory you know it's still food and tells heather that he got the figs she wants immediately to know how many there are and that she wants half <laughs> like she states she was that so aggressive yeah not even like oh my god that's awesome you did such a great job i'm so happy it was yeah it was how yeah. many do you have and i want half of them <laughs> yeah and then he was like i'll give you more than half like i don't care and she was like i don't want more than half oh yeah. my gosh like <laughs> Like, you, just, okay. you can't yeah. win with this woman. She then uh, very astutely points out that it's not protein. That cracked me up. Yeah, yeah. How did she say that? Like, I'm a vegan and not by choice out here now. I'd be like, well, maybe yeah. you should stop releasing the fish into the wild. <laughs> stop uh, losing all the hooks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she tries the figs and much like herself, the figs are bitter. She just... <laughs> <laughs> It's one of those things that like a real partnership, like even if it's not awesome, you're grateful because they made a big effort. They spent all day risk climbing up a huge tree. And it's like her failure to see anything good in her partner, I thought was her biggest downfall. And that was definitely one, just like <laughs> not being able to acknowledge anything that Sean was bringing to the table. And he brought a lot to the table too. That was what was so frustrating. Like he had a great attitude. He had the skills like, he, he was a great partner and she just completely like undervalued him. And that was hard to see. It was hard to watch. I just, I don't know. I kept on like just really rooting for Sean. And we see in day 12, Heather announces that she needs protein again. So again. she goes out, <laughs> she checks her shitty trap, nothing in it. <laughs> sorry, I'm being mean. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. And then she brings up how Sean is hypersensitive and then again brings up him crying because of the elephants. And, you know, I'm thinking, Sean, leave that bitch. Like, you know what? There's, there's, there's other places. Go make another little boma somewhere. Let this woman see what it's like to get firewood, boil water, and sleep alone. Like, I guarantee you she's not as tough as she's 
leading on to as she's made yeah oh absolutely yeah and i was thinking that too i was like yeah let's see if she can make it on her own because i guarantee you she wouldn't last a day they basically have like a breakup fight and <laughs> they decide that they're gonna share the boma but they're gonna do like their own thing they'll boil their own water they'll get their own firewood sounds you like know, my that's... divorce <laughs> <I'm sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> like, relatable <laughs> I just think that's awkward for one. Like I, I mean, granted, I know they were sharing the machete that Dallas left for them, but I, I'm sorry. I feel like Sean was in a position. I think you know, Sean ends up making a gorge hook and cordage. He had the fire starter. Mm -hmm. Like he was set. Like he could have gone out and he could have screwed her over big time. Oh, absolutely. Luckily. I was secretly hoping he would have, but he was just, he's like a guy. So. Well, that's, that's just it. He's just, he's, he's not mean. So, I mean, I, I feel like, yeah. you know, he did, he did the right thing. Day 13, the wind picks up crazy wind. Storms look like they're moving in. We find out that Heather loves wind and that it reminds her of hurricanes. Because <laughs> those are fun. I know. She just wanted everybody to think that she was so tough. <laughs> yeah. She was like, I just go out in hurricanes and hang out. I do it for fun. It's fine. Yeah. She's like, <laughs> sometimes there'll be a hurricane. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go angling today. <laughs> Hurricane Heather, that's what they should call her. <laughs> that should have been the episode. That's what I'm yes. naming this podcast episode. Hurricane Heather, that. yes. So the storm misses them, fortunately. Day 14, Heather continues to be, like, hateful. And I'm trying to figure out, like, who hurt this woman? Like, something happened to her because this is not normal. Like, again, yeah. trying to give people the benefit of the doubt. Something terrible must have happened to her. I, so I was, like, I normally don't read the comments on Naked and Afraid's page after the episodes. But I had to go on there and just see if anybody else thought she was kind of a D-U-N-T as well. So mm. I was reading some of them, and, and somebody was like, well, maybe she's just so tough or tough because she's in a male dominated industry and that that kind of struck me as odd because i'm in a male dominated industry and i'm not a i'm not a mean person like that. i would never treat somebody like that so that's not yeah i was thinking the same thing though yeah i'm just yeah. like why is she why is she like this like does she have something to prove or did she have like some weird stepfather that looked like sean like it's <laughs> like what is what is happening and why is it why does Sean have to deal with everything? I know, poor Sean. She finds this little pool that has some, looks like decent sized fish in it. And she talks about finding, I think it was called like the tampani tree. Tambooty wood. Yeah, and it's super poisonous. Did you have some when you were in Africa? I did not, no. Oh, we had it. Melissa actually poisoned me with it. <laughs> she was like, Sounds it was an accident. Right. Yeah, she's like, it was an accident. Oops. And she was like dumping it in while I was taking a nap. <laughs> I got severe <laughs> diarrhea and was like vomiting for four days straight. It was oh awful. Oh my God. Just, so yeah, she that put stuff it in the fire. is so bad. Oh, she sure did. Yeah, I was oh, taking a nap God. and she was like, I got fire. Just, she, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a ranger literally, like, you know how the rangers can't interfere either with anything? Yeah. He stepped in while I was taking a nap and saw that she threw this on. And thank God he came in because I probably would have died. Like, not, not to be dramatic or anything, but I was laying right next to it, inhaling all that smoke. He came in and he grabbed all the fire and he ripped it off and threw it out. Oh, my God. And, it's, and I still, just even like the few minutes that I was inhaling it, I got so sick. That's so, crazy. Anyways, I just went off on a tangent about that. But yeah, no, that, was, that's, that's, that was another thing I was driving nuts. She yeah. has heard that they will use the sap to basically kind of throw it in the pool and then, you know, it's toxic to the fish. I mean, I'm always worried, like, if you're using something toxic to kill the fish, then you're going to ingest that fish? Like, 
that kind of makes me nervous. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. And what's that going to do to you touching that and getting the sap and stuff on you as well? Like she's essentially poisoning herself. She is. I, I just feel like that's one of those things that there's a lot of risk involved and it's maybe figure something else out. Yeah. She does start handling, the, did you say tambui? Tambuti. Yeah. Tambuti. The Tambuti branches. And almost instantly, she starts to feel sick. She has a headache. I think also, you know, the other thing that we have to point out is now for the first time, she's having to boil her own water. So on top of dealing with toxic trees, she's probably really dehydrated too. Day 15, Heather is still sick. Well, because karma. And Sean goes out <laughs> fishing. <laughs> Sean goes out fishing with some homemade cordage and a gorge hook. He tries fishing, doesn't have any luck. But again, we're at day 15 and Sean's still out there being proactive, trying stuff. I mean, it looked like a decent gorge hook. It's always tough with homemade cordage because the line is very vis visible to the fish. But he's he's out yeah. there trying, which is, you know, what you've got to do. And, you know, to be that late in the game and still being productive is pretty impressive. And to have a great attitude the whole time, too. Like, he had such a fantastic attitude the entire time, like, considering everything he went through, too, with Heather, that he was still positive and just out there being productive. I thought that was great. I mean, to be out there, even if you've got a good partner, is still really challenging to keep morale high. And then exactly. on top of that, you've got somebody that clearly hates you and is yeah. putting on you every day. Like, I mean, and yeah. he still found the good out there and he still woke up with that good attitude. And that, that, was, that was impressive. Day 16, Heather is still sick. Uh, Sean gets her water. Heather has a come to Jesus moment of sorts and admits to being awful. And uh, that that maybe she has taken Sean for granted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you think? <laughs> Even when she's saying that, it just does not feel genuine. Not at all. I think she had to admit it because she probably would have died because she wouldn't have been able to get water. And Sean just casually saved her life. And she was like, I guess he's okay. Yeah, uh, he's fine. <laughs> he's no Dallas, but... <laughs> It's okay. Day 17, Heather is feeling better. She feels humbled. Uh, she proclaims her title as Miss Overachiever. And we see her carrying her very first pot of water in 17 days. Uh, that cracked me up. I was like, overachiever of what? <laughs> Being a raging bitch the entire time? I just, yeah. <laughs> what was? And she pointed it out several times. She was like, oh, it's just such a downfall of mine to give 200% all the time. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's like you were just like laying down for three days while the partner that you have shitted on the entire time took care of you. Over it. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> the end of day 17, they see some elephants and Heather says it's their bonding moment. Day 18, they're really having a full-on kumbaya moment. Thanks, elephants. Well, she ends up checking her, her cartoon trap and she <laughs> comes to the realization that the traps aren't working. She goes for the uh, palm tree to get the heart of palm. There's a hippo watching her. She's scared, but she gets the palm anyway. She's so brave. and <laughs> So brave. <laughs> and then she lovingly shares some of the heart of palm scraps with Sean as soft acoustic guitar music plays in the background. <laughs> such a time of healing it was it was it was very emotional day 20 it starts to rain they're both trying to keep their respective fires going then we break for the private parts 
little segment that they do. Usually I enjoy these because they're pretty funny, but at this point I it's was like just fuming at Heather. Like I was angry and then she's doing this some sort of like travel infomercial, come to Limpopo. Yeah. And yeah, I wanted to laugh, but I was not in the mood. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like you're not funny. Yeah. I was <laughs> like, you have to decide you're either going to be really mean or really funny. You can't be both. Yeah, you can't be both. I think the best part of it is at the very end of it, some woman's voice comes on and it just goes, Limpopo, as they show <laughs> Dallas, like, having cramps. Yes. I was like, well, that's cute. Oh, it's adorable. Day 21, they are both so excited that it's extraction day. They can get the hell away from each other. I did notice, like, I feel like a lot of people don't do this, but they very smartly both had a pot of water with them because it was a five-mile hike. We see Heather walking, and it turns out her shoes don't have good traction, and she falls. Karma is her boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Karma is so real, and it kicked her ass so many times out there. It was very rewarding to see that. It comes back to bite you in the ass. It now, does. For anybody planning on doing this in the future, don't be so miserable out there to your partner. Be humble, too. And I felt so bad, too, not to get sidetracked, but I felt bad for Sean because he kept saying things like, I really wanted to have, like, a spiritual connection out here, you know, with Mother Nature and the Earth and all that. And she kind of took that away from him. He couldn't. Like, how could you have, like, any time when you're thinking about, like, anything that he would say or do was, like, subject to getting made fun of or getting shit on? And, yeah, he, yeah. Didn't, he didn't get to have that experience that he deserved they they continue on their their hike and they come across a road they see a truck heather cries who's hypersensitive now heather <laughs> <laughs> heather loses 10 pounds and her psr goes from 7.3 to 7.7 sean loses 35 pounds and his psr goes from 6.5 to 6.9 thoughts on those numbers the psrs always crack me up i'm always like who is doing the psrs ej does the initial assessment oh like ej their... come on ej's <laughs> like no. she's got big melons 8.5 <laughs> 10 <laughs> 10 10 she gets yeah. a 10 <laughs> boobs mcgee gets a 10 <laughs> <laughs> He does. Well, he does the he does the initial first time going out before they actually go on camera, and then it's kind of adjusted. I don't know who makes the adjustments. I mean, yeah. honestly, Sean should be at the same point that she oh, is 100%. With that ending PSR, if not higher, just because of his attitude on top of you know what he was capable of doing out there. Yeah, the sh the shit that he had to deal with, he should have gotten a ten. <laughs> Yeah, and he loses 35 pounds, she loses 10. That was a pretty big difference, and I feel like it's probably because he was working nonstop the whole time. True. <laughs> That's my guess. Anyway. Yeah, he, he, he carried a big load for her, for sure. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, 35 pounds seems like a lot, though. I really hope they get him back out for an XL. Like, I feel like he deserves that more than anyone. Yeah. Oh, agreed. Absolutely. I really hope they have him out for an XL. Unfortunately, I can see them inviting Heather back for an XL just for the drama side of oh, things. Oh, I didn't even think so. of that. You're so right. Well, thank you so much for being here today. I really appreciate you taking the time. Thank you. I had so much fun. It was awesome talking with you. Yeah, you too. I felt like we were like the mean girls. And I was like, you can't sit with us, Heather. You bitch. <laughs> <laughs> if we said that to Heather, she would beat both of us up. 
I know. I'm terrified. I'm actually so scared she's going to come for me now. And everybody that's listening, check out Kayla on Naked and Afraid Solo. She's amazing. And it'll be a good, good watch. Check it out. Thank you. You are welcome. Appreciate it. And thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Next week, I'm going to be joined by three-time Naked and Afraid survivalist. He was my partner on XL Frozen. The thunder from down under, my friend Waz Addy. And please send any questions that you have for him or for me or about the show to questions at jakeadandafraid.com. Have a wonderful week.